You're listening to an encore presentation of The Money Hour with Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to The Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420 and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075 are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday virtual show because of the COVID-19. Our show is temporarily moved virtual, but you can also catch us on podcast or on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your, I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events and how they will affect you in this economy. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to your rebroadcast. But we're here to connect you with the guests that we have on the show. You can call the show at one 855 411 Again, that's one 855 411 or online at com. And our lineup for today's show, we have Sam Trickle of Virtual Real Estate Photography. And we're talking about photography powered by Science. We also have in studio Richard Matthew of Matthews Enterprises, Finding Back the Joy in Podcasting. And we're also going to be doing a panel conversation like we did for our first virtual. We've got two guests instead of normally we have three in studio. So it's exciting to be able to have a panel conversation with our two guests to talk about how they're navigating through today's environment. Again, great information, great guests in studio today. For more information on any topic discussed, you can call the show at one 855 or go online at themoneyhour.com. And let's start at today's show as we do each week with a little bit of money tech. Money. Money. There we go, Keelan. Every time we get to guess jamming a little bit. Love it. What do you got for money tech today? Well, I um, we went fun last week, so I'm going to go into a little bit of data. I got a couple um, key reports that came out, and it's kind of interesting. Nothing new, but it is a little interesting, such as the uh, initial jobless claims uh, report came out. It totaled $3.8 million last week, which was close to the uh, market expectation. And that's really factoring in the amount of new claims, continuing claims in the labor force, which they estimated there would be 17% unemployment. So that's not surprising. Uh, that unemployment is going that direction. And who knows if we've seen the worst of it. The pieces that I I wanted to tie in there, the pending home sales, which was way worse than they thought. It was uh, 21% down, 21% uh, in March. The expectation was 13.6. And then the other piece that makes that a little bit interesting too is the Case-Shiller Home Price Index came out. And um, the case, it, it, it considers, it's basically the gold standard for appreciation. Uh, and it has a few indexes, two of which we pay the most attention to, the National Index and the 20-city index. Uh, the National Index, which covers all nine U.S. Uh, census divisions, reported 4.2% annual gain in February, which was an increase from 39 in January. And then the 20-city index increased from 3.1 to 3.5 on a year-over-year basis. Uh, Phoenix led the charge annually, and then Seattle uh, was right behind there at 6%. And actually, Seattle led the charge on monthly. So um, Mm. 
pretty interesting right now as far as, you know, unemployment's down. In my world, though, and I, I feel like it's the same for you, Tina, I've seen like an uptick. I'm so busy right now. Uh, new purchases, yeah. things are busy. I think there's people that are trying to take advantage of kind of two camps right now, the people that are taking full advantage of it because there has been a little bit of a leveling off. But it's really cool to hear that still, though, uh, appreciation is still on the up and up. I didn't expect that to go down. I'm not sure that it'll go down at all, considering how strong the employment is here. We have a lot of tech, so there's a lot of people that are still working and, and are gainfully employed. So um, it's going to be interesting how that kind of plays out. But, um, but yeah, we're very blessed to be in Seattle, where home values, just geography alone, play a huge part in that, you know, are continuing to rise. So that's kind of some interesting stuff and how it correlates specifically to Seattle. So, um, you know, if, if you are still gainfully employed, uh, go out there and check out some homes. You might be able to find that deal. Interest rates are low. Mm -hmm. Your money buys more than it bought before. Uh, it's not as competitive as it was. So it's a great time to get out there and test yourself in the market and see if you can find your dream home. Why not? Yeah, great advice, Keelan. And yeah, we've talked about it. People are either uh, trying to just survive or they're thriving. So it's just really interesting in all the different industries and what the demand dynamic is, depending on what type of industry that you're in. But yeah, things are really busy in the uh, mortgage arena uh, for us and our team. So I thought I would bring in a little more uh, spirit in, in the Fed Rock and Steady classic hit from the Whispers. And I hope that you guys are all rock and steady out there. That's what the Feds are doing. In the Feds press conference, the statement was that they were going to keep rates steady. They're not going to move the rates and also uh, stated that they're going to continue to a steady hand buying up $8 billion in mortgage-backed securities and treasuries and will continue in the amount as needed. And this is pretty much an open checkbook, but pricing has remained steady and we're pleased to see how the feds are navigating through uh, these times right now. As Keelan said, pending home sales were down 21%, which was worse than expected, but it does make sense. The PSHI is an index created by the National Association of Realtors, NAR, and tracks home sale contracts that have been signed, but transaction is not yet closed. So there can be a lot of reasons why contracts are, are not closing, some not making it to closing, loss of employment. Obviously, things can happen during the closing process where uh, you're furloughed or uh, your income's gone down and now you don't qualify for a loan. And that's kind of a common question, uh, too. You think it would be common sense, but in everything that's happening right now, there's not a lot of rhyme and reason to everything. So sometimes people think, well, if they're laid off, they can use unemployment income. You cannot. So you have to be employed. The only time you can use unemployment income, and this is standard with guidelines, which has always, always been, is if you have a history of receiving unemployment income. And that would be like if you were a seasonal employee. An example would be a fisherman. So every year you go on unemployment. Uh, but otherwise, unemployment income cannot be used. Uh, but banking liquidity issue that I brought in the money chat last week, that's another reason uh, why there might be issues on closings, extending closing dates because of the bank capacity is another issue. And loan programs being suspended uh, as well could cause challenges if something comes up in the closing process with your loan. Now, I thought it might be helpful to chat a little bit more about the loan programs being suspended and what's happening. Now, I will say I want to disclose that if I mention there's issues with a program, it does not mean that all lenders do not have access to these programs. Uh, it just is some banks don't. There's different things that are going on in this arena with the banking liquidity issue. It depends on what bank with you, that you're at and what lending institution you're working with on how they're dealing with the liquidity issue. And it's 
a little challenging in the market because you're used to kind of everything being pretty much uh, status quo or the same from one company to the next. And that's not what we're seeing right now. I will say that Keelan and I are positioned very well because we represent a company that works with uh, correspondent channels and has multiple correspondent channels. So if there's a challenge with one correspondent lender, we've got other options to go for. Uh, but the biggest options are the, the jumbo financing arena. And the why behind that is because the jumbo loans are not sold in the secondary market. They're not backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. And so with the liquidity issue that I brought in with the last money chat, that is causing issues for banks to want to actually hold on to this jumbo financing. Now, actually, the first thing that went was what they called the old subprime, which they came up with a new term for that, which is non-QM. And basically, those were loans where they didn't fit the standard, might have challenging credit. Fortunately, we didn't come back into the market with what we had before the financial meltdown, meaning 80-20 loans, no job. It was fine to get a loan. None of those came back, but some of the creative programs did come back. And I think within a day or two after all of this started, those loans immediately went away. So you really, I don't think you can find those anywhere. The jumbo was the next, and again, for the reason that I mentioned. So solution on jumbo, there are jumbo loans out there. Uh, if you want a fixed rate mortgage, you're going to pay a premium interest rate for a fixed rate 30-year fixed rate mortgage on a jumbo loan. But if you look at the interest rates, even at a higher than what uh, they would be in this normal environment if there were not for the bank liquidity issue, if you compare it to historical rates or if you compare it to the history of interest rates, even the 30-year jumbo today is a great rate in percent just not in this considered this concurrent interest rate market. Uh, lower down payment requirements or lower down payments are not available on jumbo. So most lenders, you're going to need a 20% down payment. Uh, adjustable rate mortgages are a good option on a jumbo loan. They're still some pretty competitive. You can get locked in for a 10-year adjustable rate mortgage. Your interest rate can be fixed and guaranteed for 10 years. Nothing's going to happen to it. After that 10 years, then you can refinance at any time. Otherwise, the interest rate is going to adjust every year. You can actually refinance anytime you want to because there's no prepayment penalty on the loan. So when the banking liquidity issue uh, gets back to normal, then you can go ahead and refinance. Maybe that's in you know a year or two years. Who knows when that is going to be? Another really great solution right now that uh, is a great way to get into a jumbo loan is purchase money second. And that's where you're pulling a second mortgage behind your first mortgage. And that's allowing you to keep your first mortgage within conventional conforming loan limits. That's going to be depending on what county you're in. Obviously, that's only going to work for so much as far as how high you're taking that uh, purchase price. And cash out refinances, some lenders are not doing cash out refinances. Why behind that is because they are not backed but through the CARES Act. The CARES Act, standing for Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security. I talked about that a little bit last week's Money Chat. If you didn't catch it, you can go to last week's show and take a listen to that. So that's why some of these things, investment properties, you're seeing uh, more challenges and guidelines around investment properties with some lenders, same thing, because it's not by, backed by the CARES Act, which is really helping consumers through this uh, challenging time. Down payment assistance uh, options really challenging. A lot of those uh, are not available right now on temporary hold. You may even see issues coming up with uh, rehab loans, construction loans, that type of uh, thing. What you're seeing on guidelines when it comes to pretty much all loans, you're seeing increase of credit score requirements, lower debt to income ratio, which just means that you can qualify for less than maybe you could have qualified for before uh, our shutdown. 
And uh, again, down payments for investment properties um, and multifamily units and things like that, you could see some changes. Now, if we're getting into uh, timelines, switching a little bit here from loan program and talking about the timelines for uh, purchasing, a little bit longer, we're still closing very aggressively timeline with our purchase transactions. So if you want to get in with a 25 calendar day close, you do everything that you need to, you get your home inspection completed so the appraisals can be ordered uh, and there's no delays in the process that can be done. Refinancers are taking uh, uh, longer. Obviously, you want to make sure that you're being able to meet contracts for purchase and being able to make them competitive because we're still seeing multiple offer scenarios. So refinance, depending on the bank that you're talking with, you could uh, be told that they're taking 30, 60 or months to close. The months to close are only happening because of the liquidity issue, not because of the capacity issue. No bank would need six months to close a refinance. But what's happening is they're not taking new applications, only closing so many refinances at a time because of the liquidity issue that we talked about last week. Uh, we're, we're closing refinances in 45, 50 days or so. So it's very competitive in the market. And then just as I wrap up, my money chat is on tips for uh, successful close. Make sure that you're getting all of your documents up front, order the appraisal quickly, be ready to expedite when needed. Verifications of employments need to come right before loans are closing, which means if there's any issue getting that verbal verification of employment, you might need, need to be ready to pick up the phone and, and help and assist with that. Uh, having letters uh, from your employer stating that there's no impact currently with the uh, COVID-19. And so just being willing to act a little bit quicker when quickness is in need to ensure that everything is running smoothly. So that is our money chat for today. And uh, what comes from the future, we'll have to wait to see. But coming up next on The Money Hour, have a conversation with our guests on how to navigate in today's environment right here in 1150 AM KKNW. Virtuance is a real estate photography company that creates images powered by science. Statistics show their HD Real technology helps your images attract more attention and hold that attention longer. Hi, I'm Sam, the local representative for Virtuance. Reach out to me to learn more about this technology, the listing website that comes free with every order, or 3D Matterport tours, and so that I can help cover part of the cost of your first order through us. My phone number is 425-243-4474, or you can check out our website, virtuance.com, to learn more. You're listening to an encore presentation of The Money Hour with Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host Keelan Harvey on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Hart. And you are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday virtual show because of the Corona COVID-19. Our show is temporarily moved virtually. You can also listen to our show on podcast or on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 p.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey your local mortgage experts. It is a great day to talk about money, about money, and that's what the show is all about, how to make money, how to save money. Why? So you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're listening to our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we're here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show. 
Call the show at 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. And now it is time for our very special panel conversation with our guests, uh, Richard and Sam. And we're going to talk about how to navigate through these uh, this challenging time right now and how it's affecting each of you. Uh, Richard, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for uh, having me. It's good to be here. It's not often I get to yeah, go to a Sam. local radio show when I'm halfway across the country. <laughs> I know. I love I love that. And Sam, welcome to you as well. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Appreciate it. Good to be here. Yeah. So Sam, why don't we go ahead and start out with you? How are you getting creative in your business to navigate through uh, the stay home, stay healthy shutdown that we're dealing with? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think me, myself, uh, how I'm doing business is definitely a little bit different now, obviously not doing as many in-person talking or uh, meetings and stuff like that. Normally I'm going out and doing a lot of like presentations for offices and stuff like that. Um, getting to know people that way, but I'm doing it more virtually now. So that's definitely a big change. Um, other than that, just doing more phone calls, checking in with people, seeing how everyone's doing. Um, I know a lot's changing for, you know, real estate agents in the, uh, in the world right now as well. So just making sure they're all doing okay um, is, is, a, is a good place to, to be at for me. Um, yeah, how's it, how's it going for yeah. you? Yeah, that's going really well. And Sam, really quickly, I should have actually, I'm gonna do your bio a little bit later when we have our full segment with you, uh, but go ahead and uh, uh, share the name of your company and what you do really quickly. I yeah. should have done that first. It's all good. Uh, I'm Sam and I'm with Virtuance, the real estate photography company. I'm the local sales and mar marketing consultant for them. Wonderful. Uh, Richard, how about you? Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, your company and then answer the same question, how you're uh, creative navigating through this. Yeah, my name is Richard Matthews and I am the founder of uh, pushbuttonpodcasts.com. Um, and I've actually, I've been working uh, virtually, my business has been virtual since about 2009. Um, and my wife and I actually went, we went uh, full time on the road uh, three years ago now. So I've been doing my whole business virtual for quite a while. Um, so it actually wasn't a big change for me, but some of the th stuff that did actually change when the coronavirus hit for us um, was we, we lost a couple of clients who were not really situated well to handle the change, changing environment. Um, and I know some of my team members and staff were a little bit worried about like, how are we going to handle, you know, losing clients and things like that. Um, so we changed some of our marketing strategy and tactics um, right at the beginning of the uh, sort of the crisis period. Um, one of the things that we started doing was we started offering um potential clients, uh, what, we, like what you might call a trial work, where we'd come in and, and just, they would be like, you know, what, I'm looking to get help with this website or help with the, you know, this with our podcast, things like that. Um, and I had one client, actually, we had, uh, um, they had a huge problem with something that they had spent like six months trying to get fixed. And we talked to them and we fixed it for them about two hours and they, you know, like blew their mind. And they were like, how much does that cost? I was like, hey, the first one's free, but we need to have, when you have any other, uh, questions come back to us. And that actually turned into a long-term retainer client contract for us. Um, so the big change for us has been like, let's show people right up front that we can deliver for them. Um, and because in times like this, where we've got crisis, people are like, I need to know that the work's going to get done and it's going to get done well, and it's going to get done fast. Um, so if we can prove that to them ahead of time, it turns into, um, it's, it's turned into, we've actually grown since the crisis has gone because of our shift in marketing tactics. I love that. And, and, you know, Keelan, what do you think on the other side, when we get on the other side of this, how are you seeing that your personal business changing on the other side of COVID-19 when things get back to our new normal? 
You know, I think for us, it's definitely going to change as far as agents, right? I mean, we work closely with our teammates and our agents, and they're limited to a certain capacity based on having to schedule appointments and stuff like that. We've been fortunate um, that we've already embraced the internet. I mean, I don't even really see clients fight face-to-face most of the time. We embrace technology. And what I think is going to happen, I've always invite people to come to the office, but, you know, when we can do something like this, especially when we walk them through reports and data and information, it's really handy uh, to be able to have that at our fingertips where I can literally share a screen, walk through them. So I don't, I don't think anything like that is going to change for our business, but maybe more people will embrace it, you know, because they've had to rely maybe more on technology than they have before. So that's my hope that maybe things will be, we make it really easy, but technology is technology and it changes and some people have problems with it so as far as getting us documents and the things that we have to do legwork with you know the process itself um, I'm hoping maybe that'll improve as people are getting used to it I know my family's doing zoom cocktail hours we've never done that before Mm -hmm. so all over the Mm -hmm. country things like that that are kind of cool so this technology is you know starting to get embraced because that's I mean and and I think that'll be the new normal really yeah so we've raised we've raised the baseline of skill set that the whole world has yeah, totally. Yeah, it, it exactly. Totally, it totally is. Yeah, Keelan had mentioned, I've, I've been virtual for many years. My coaching program, uh, if you're interested in time management business efficiency, it's a complimentary course, onetimeyourbusiness.com. But that's been virtual for six years. As Keelan said, we've been doing virtual client meetings, always offer clients they can come in and meet face-to-face, or if it's more convenient, they can do virtual. And so uh, it's kind of interesting because feeling special because we're doing all this virtual stuff, that's not the case anymore because it is becoming the uh, the new norm. But You've mentioned uh, people moving virtual and doing things. You know, what I see uh, for me personally is just some of the new events that came into uh, the platform. You mentioned virtual cocktail hour. So uh, in COVID-19, I was inspired to put together my virtual cocktail hour for my database. You can go to virtualcocktailhour.com. It'll open up to the page. And I'm going to keep it virtual. It'll be, um, it's once a month. It'll stay virtual forever. So when we get back to normal, people can still feel the same uh, space that we went through and bring back some some memories, maybe good and, and maybe not so good, but some just a check of where we were and where we're at right now. So I'm, I'm excited for that. And lots of new uh, relationships that are getting built because of the lack of uh, support that might be out there uh, now. What about you, Sam? Where, what are you seeing on the other side of this in the new norm, what that might look like different than before we got into COVID-19? Yeah, no, I think, you know, similar to what you guys have been saying about, um, you know, when things go back to normal or what our new normal is going to look like, um, how many people are going to start using virtual meetings and presentations and talks and videos and stuff like that so much more than they were before some like a pandemic like this happened. And I'm very interested to see not only on that end, but I think marketing and real estate photography wise how the changes that we've started incorporating with Roturance and, and the marketing world in general are going to start taking an effect and continuing to perpetuate, um, you know, down the line, you know, next few months, years. Yeah. I know it'll be interesting. Richard, what about uh, new skills that I know you've talked a little bit about that, but what other skills have, have you been able to uh, embrace and master because of COVID-19? Um, so primary skill is going to have to be like, actually, you know, having to think about putting a shirt on when you get up in the morning, um, because <laughs> you just don't have to do that anymore. All right. <laughs> cause everything's virtual. Um, but, but on a, on a more serious note, the, uh, some of the, I think some of the skills that, um, that I think 
personally, we use a lot of these skills in, in our business all the time, but because what we do is yeah. we help clients build online trainings and then we help them build their podcasts and just build their audience virtually. So that, like that's what we do professionally mm -hmm. all the time, every single day. So what I'm actually excited about is that my, my uh, client set just like exponentially grew. Right. Because we now have a whole bunch of people that are like, I need to think about getting my podcast going or getting my virtual show going or getting my online courses going. So I think the biggest skill set that has been coming out for me has been planning in my business. How do we take advantage of the huge uptick in interest in our industry? Um, and sort of the planning stages that go into, okay, I'm going to have to look at how do I scale staff? How do I scale, um, scale like our availability um, to take advantage of? Um, uh, what was uh, you know something that we didn't have we couldn't anticipate this kind of change in the industry we were looking at a slow growth mm -hmm. industry and now suddenly the interest just went through the roof in what it is that we do so for me the new skills have come in the form of like how do i look at okay i need to go to like two years ahead in what my plan was and shrink it all down mm -hmm. how do i sort of get there to take advantage of that so you don't you don't miss out on opportunities yeah, and just like I, I said, I mean, business are, businesses are trying to just survive or they are, they are in a position to thrive and that, that difference in what we're seeing in industries. And yeah, there's a lot of the, uh, the marketing and website. There's a lot of website creation and recreation and things and lots more on the creative side of how to promote your business now. Uh, so, you know, really interesting. Keelan, but what about you? What's the skill that you've taken away? Uh, that you didn't have or maybe didn't look into as much before we got in this <laughs> I was thinking that's situation. a tough one because I mean it, it's gone on without a hitch for me like and I'm sure it's the same mm -hmm. for you um, maybe helping people through things virtually that are new to it that's I mean I've helped people before yeah. that's definitely picked up a little bit but um, it hasn't changed at all for us or for me and I know for you too so I, for me, it's just going to be staying the course and, uh, and making sure I'm available. We're, I mean, one thing that did change, you know, is we didn't expect interest rates to go as low as they did and get completely inundated with refinances because a lot of our business is focused on purchases. And I'm always, always looking at customers, you know, mortgages to make sure they're in the best possible position. But there wasn't as many because interest rates were in the fours and, you know, most of our, our clients are in the fours. Uh, so it didn't make fiduciary sense for them to refinance. So to take them on like full guns a blazing both at the same time, you know, at first was, was a challenge, but something I'm very, very used to now. We're just literally I have a system. I mean, we, and we didn't know what rates were going to do either. Rates were really weird yeah. in March. They were all over the place. So um, right. Mm -hmm. We thought we were going to get into like negative rates and they're going to be in the twos, but with the liquidity issues with the banks, we figured out quickly that they low, they, they're bouncing off the low threes. And then basically I started refinancing in groups. So get the applications, get all the documentation and get everything in, lock a bunch of loans. And then, you know, that wave is gone because the next day the rates go up to like high threes. Now, now we've leveled out a little bit. It's a little bit more predictable, which is nice. But I think, you know, as far as new learning, this is all brand new territory for everybody in our industry. Yeah. This is uncharted. So we've had to learn that way and, and how to manage it and know that it's a true possibility in the future when we're laughing about it's going to be World War One or a pandemic, you know, that's going to bring down our bull economy. Uh, yeah, we had um, a pandemic. So, um, we had, yeah, we had a pandemic. We're, <laughs> we're learning. What about you, Tina? Yeah, well, I'm, I, I think it's just really continuing to dial in uh, at the highest level on the opportunity, kind of like Richard said, is, you know, just not missing the opportunity to 
take our business to that next level, really engage in events that maybe people weren't thinking about that you've had in your platform that now you can uh, take it to a whole new audience. And so I think that's been, you know, really the exciting thing for, uh, for me. Sam, what about uh, a challenge that, uh, that you've had to deal with and how you overcame that challenge or a lesson that you learned from that? Yeah, I think a uh, big challenging thing for me in general right now is uh, staying cooped up at home so long. Uh, I definitely like mm. interacting with people, talking with people, um, you know, seeing what makes them tick. And, you know, you can do that virtually. Uh, it's great. But being able to be better at talking over the phone, um, recognizing yeah. pressure points or what is important to people, uh, you know, based on the way that they're talking and things like that, I think is definitely a skill I'm starting to develop and get better at. Um, just being able to... Yeah. Know, recognize what they need um, and how to how to help them out more um, that way has definitely been I think a big challenge but something I'm getting better at for sure yeah great great skill to have uh, well that's it for our next segment with our panel conversation but coming up next on the money hour we have photography powered by science Sam Turkle of virtual real estate photography right here in 1150 a.m. KKNW Virtuance is a real estate photography company that creates images powered by science. Statistics show their HD Real technology helps your images attract more attention and hold that attention longer. Hi, I'm Sam, the local representative for Virtuance. Reach out to me to learn more about this technology, the listing website that comes free with every order, or 3D Matterport Tours, and so that I can help cover part of the cost of your first order through us. My phone number is 425-243-4474, or you can check out our website, virtuance.com, to learn more. You're listening to an encore presentation of The Money Hour with Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host Keelan Harvey on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. And you're listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday virtual show because of the COVID-19. Our show is temporarily moved virtually. And you can also listen to us on podcast or catch us on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. and a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. You're a local mortgage expert. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you're listening to our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. So we're here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show. You can call the show at 1-855-411-50 or go online at themoneyhour.com. And right now we have Sam Turkle of Merchants Real Estate Photography, photography powered by science. So Welcome back, Sam. Thanks again for uh, joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good to be back. All of you virtually. <laughs> oh, all of you virtually. A little bit about Sam. Uh, Sam is a sales and marketing consultant with Virgins in Greater Seattle area. He recently started working there. Is excited to start his career in sales for such a great uh, company that has great service. Graduating in 2017, you are so young, Sam. <laughs> From Connecticut College with a degree in philosophy, he is continuing to learn, grow, and teach. Recently, his commitment to learning about all aspects of real estate has brought him here to talk more about merchants and the value they can bring their real estate brokers. 
Sam, so you uh, you touched on it a little bit, but we'd love to uh, hear you elaborate on how are you dealing with this new normal with your business. You mentioned that you can't go into offices and do the normal face to face. So how are how is how are you dealing with this new normal? Yeah, good. Uh, thanks for bringing that up. I know big thing for me, uh, at least it used to be big, was doing like a bunch of office meetings, like going in, talking to at at those office meetings to brokers and. Um, letting them know the value of virtuance and using professional photography in general, but what we do differently and that kind of thing. Um, so now it's moving over a lot more to virtual presentations. I know a lot of offices have started incorporating that into their schedules and um, it's almost easier to facilitate, you know, joining in on those or at least adding, um, you know, a video that I can provide value with, whether that's talking about um, like 3D tours or um, things changing in the market that way, um, photography wise. Um, but yeah, a lot more virtual presentations. And I think that's the, that's the big thing that's, that's changing um, right now for me. You know, the, uh, I know when you said thing, it, oh, go ahead, oh, Kaelin. Sorry. I was just going to say, it, you know, it's a scale issue, right? Um, because once you put the virtual aspect in there, every, everybody's going to have a scale issue, which could be a fantastic problem to have, but a problem in itself. So uh, it could be a blessing. I know it's going to be interesting just to see how many platforms change to virtual, how many people are going to start working virtual, networking organizations that are going to do things differently through virtual. Uh, it's just going to be an interesting dynamic to watch how this all unfolds. So, Sam, what does Virtuance do differently as a real estate photography company than what maybe some of your competitors uh, do? Yeah. So, big differentiator for Virtuance is we did two years of buyer psychology research and online marketing. So when people are looking through like 10, 20, 100 listings, looking for a dream home, why are certain images catching their eye and then others not? And then we developed technology that we call HD Real, which our images are processed through, um, uses like 25 different machine learning algorithms that incorporate the studies we did to help create images more likely for people to look at the pictures, hold that attention longer, uh, normally, you know, have them show up to the listing, maybe not showing up uh, nowadays as much, but helping with that online marketing portion uh, of your photography is, is what we do differently and what we're trying to help out with. Yeah, that's got to be huge as far as, I mean, you have an online curb appeal. People just rapidly fire with our short attention spans. I can't believe some of the pictures that I've seen online. Uh, I've been curious looking at homes myself lately, and I've seen a lot of them. And some of them are shocking. Some of them are fantastic, but you can definitely see the difference. And it almost presents itself a feeling, I think, with it, you know. And when you see the good ones, you're like, ooh, I want to go check that out. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good thing. So it sounds like this technology you got is really just enhances all of that. How is that helping uh, enhance it in general and then also with the photographers themselves? Yeah. So, I mean, we have a, a bunch of statistics on, you know, helping improve listing appointment close rates and stuff like that and selling homes um, up to 45% faster uh, and things along those lines um, as far as the technology is concerned and the end product. But our photographers, you know, it's not just the technology, right? Like the technology and the algorithms can only do so much, but our photographers, um, you know, we train them and we call it mastering the art of composition but it's just a fancy way for saying we teach them to market real estate and use this data from the research that we, we did to figure out what types of images that they can take are more effective, whether that's like making sure the room opens up more, making sure the camera goes up and out as opposed to down and in, turning the light on the next room, turning lights on in the room in general, 
um, things like that that are more effective marketing real estate wise uh, that we make sure that we're all on the same page with and that the photographers are taking pictures that work well and incorporate well with this technology that we developed. Yeah, that's awesome. And now we're talking here with you. Uh, one of the other events I created was my uh, virtual agent talk, which is a, a space for agents to come together on a monthly basis. Again, it'll be continued after we get out and get back to uh, normal, but it'll be a new norm for my uh, platform. And I need to have you come in and talk about because I photography and and how to really navigate through that and get the best pictures is, is still critically important. So Sam, uh, with the bias being present, what measures are your photographers and your company taking towards making sure that everybody uh, stays healthy and is safe around others that they might come in contact with? Yeah, good question. Um, you know, safety is definitely really important right now. I know there was a, a week or two where photography was deemed uh, not essential and um, you know, you weren't allowed to have professional photographers go out and take pictures for you for this week or two. Um, but obviously that was uh, changed with uh, the updated order. NAR got in. That, yep. NAR got into that. That changed very quickly with uh, the... Yeah, changed very quickly. <laughs> and so obviously we're allowed to be doing professional photos again. Um, and we have a have a, had them before, you know, this ordeal happened as well, but um, have a bunch of protocols and things we're doing a little different with our photographers like making sure they have gloves and they're wearing face masks, you know, obvious things like that when they're going and doing photo shoots, but making sure we're providing them with uh, hand sanitizer necessary for all our photographers. Um, generally, you know, it's, uh, I know real estate agents like to be at the home when photos are being taken, but we're recommending they stay home, let our photographers do their thing, just give us a lockbox code so they can go take pictures of the home, send it, and then we'll get them over to you. You know, you don't need to be there at the photo shoot. Um, while it's happening and you can always give us notes on the different ways that you want us to market the property. Um, but you know, there's a whole list of things that you can see on our website too. Uh, big orange bar pops up in the top of our screen when you go to our website, um, telling you or making sure that you see what we're doing differently, you know, with, uh, especially making sure people are staying safe and healthy during this time. So i um, definitely check out there if you want to learn a little bit more about that. Wonderful. And we'll make sure on the post that we have our, our guest website and contact information uh, there for you as well. I think that must have been scary for all how important photography is. I mean, that's so important with your listing. And uh, I know some of my agents and I work with a lot of great ones and a lot of the other top agents are probably freaking out because you can't pre uh, present the property the best ability. So I'm glad that they figured that part out of it. Um, what other things have changed, Sam, as far as technology and marketing online um, since this whole thing went down? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I think one of the big changes that we had almost immediately once coronavirus hit was uh, Matterport 3D tours, which we're now providing at Virtuance. And those are, again, like 3D tours of a home um, is, a, is a big thing that we made sure to facilitate in all of the markets that were open in, in the United States. Um, Seattle in particular, I think is a more tech savvy place. And, uh, you know, Washington, we want to make sure that we're facilitating those 3D tours of homes with the fact that no one's really showing up, uh, you know, as much at the moment. So being able to facilitate that has been really important. Um, another thing is we now offer a listing website with every order through us, um, which, you know, holds in perpetuity all the listings you might have through us, but also shows like built-in stats reports uh, on all the pictures that are most popular and uh, where the traffic you're getting from most websites and stuff like that. So that's definitely been helpful and, uh, and important with the, with the changes. 
Yeah, Sam, we've got uh, just a couple minutes left here. Uh, since the last time that we had you actually in studio, not on Facebook virtual, uh, what are some new uh, services and things that have happened since the last time we've chatted? I knew you just talked about the website. Anything else going on exciting? Yeah. So uh, again, I think the big thing is these 3D Matterport tours, which, um, you know, from a marketing standpoint, obviously the number of listings in the market is down as compared to last year. But the number of orders that we've had through Matterport 3D tours has skyrocketed. Um, a lot of people are taking advantage of this because providing this virtual tour of a home, a way to walk through, have a 3D uh, effect of a home is really important in marketing right now. And uh, we've definitely seen that reflected in you know, our orders and it's important for people to recognize that and learn a little bit more about that. Yeah. Well, um, just a shout out and a call to action, uh, Sam, to our audience is listening as we're wrapping up our segment here with you. What should our real estate agents that are listening now or call to action you have for them next step to uh, get in contact with you or what they need to be doing in this market? Yeah. Um, if you want to reach out to me, my uh, phone number is 425-243-4474. You can always shoot me an email to at sam.turco at virtuance.com. Um, our website is also a great way to learn more about um, real estate in general. We have so much free resources, blog posts, um, ways that we can help your business, especially at a time like this and things like that that you should look into. Um, my primary audience is definitely real estate agents, brokers, um, people who are trying to uh, buy and sell homes. And uh, I want to help out in any way that I can, especially at a time like this. Yeah, wonderful, Sam. Thank you so much uh, for coming in and uh, and for hanging out here with us as the whole show as we uh, go ahead and transition uh, here. Coming up next on the Money Hour, finding back the joy in podcasting. Richard Matthew of Matthew Enterprises, right here at eleven fifty AM KKNW. Virtuance is a real estate photography company that creates images powered by science. Statistics show their HD Real technology helps your images attract more attention and hold that attention longer. Hi, I'm Sam, the local representative for Virtuance. Reach out to me to learn more about this technology, the listing website that comes free with every order, or 3D Matterport tours, and so that I can help cover part of the cost of your first order through us. My phone number is 425-243-4474, or you can check out our website, virtuance.com, to learn more. You're listening to an encore presentation of The Money Hour with Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host Keelan Harvey on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday virtual show. Because of the COVID-19, our show has temporarily moved virtually. You can listen to us on podcast or catch our show on air on 1150 AM KKNW on Saturday at 3 p.m. and a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Your local mortgage experts. We bring in studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market when everything comes to money so we can help you 
set up yourself for success in today's economy. And next with us, we have Richard Matthew of Matthew Enterprises, Finding Back the Joy in Podcasting. Richard, thank you so much uh, for joining and really excited to have you here because you're you're in our space, uh, a little bit different, but similar and doing podcasts and helping people do podcast shows. So really excited to have you here. Thank you so much. Awesome. Glad to be here. It's uh, it's always fun to come in and, uh, and get to, uh, to be a part of conversations like this. Wonderful. Well, a little bit about Richard. In January of 2009, Richard found out he was going to be a dad. And that day he committed to building a business that gave him the freedom to have lunch every day with his kids. Richard is a father of three children with one more on the way. Congratulations, uh, Richard, to you and your lovely bride. Uh, and he's only Thank missed you. a handful of lunches. <laughs> he's only missed a handful of lunches with his kids over the time he travels with them full-time in an RV. How fun is that? Uh, educating them, showing them this great country and living life of freedom that few ever experience. The business he started in 09 has morphed into Matthews Enterprises, the consulting services that help authors, coaches, consultants, and service professionals grow their business, establishing expert credibility and make a ton of sales using online courses, webinars, and uh, automation. Awesome, man. How cool... How cool is that? You're living the dream, traveling in an RV. This is new to me. I didn't hear that part. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was saying I can, I can, I can break the uh, fourth wall here for you. That's a fake background. I'm in a uh, the back bedroom <laughs> of an RV in here. Um, so, so yeah, the the bio is a tad tad old. My baby's actually been born. She's a year old now. So I uh, I need to update the bio. But we have oh. a little baby here who's uh, you might hear cry a little bit in the other room because she's uh you know she's at that stage. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i'm a dad too but mine's four at this point so uh yeah you might hear challenge. her crying you yeah, might hear four her crying too. oh my goodness <laughs> my goodness yeah. one is uh one is enough for me at this point she's nuts and i love her but that's cool she's uh she's spirited let's say that um but i love being a dad absolutely so uh you're you're the host uh of the hero program so if you're the host of the hero program you got to have a superpower what's your uh is that is that your dad's superpower? So, or what's your superpower? so my uh, the the podcast that I run is called the Hero Show, um, and it is a show that's focused on lifting up entrepreneurs. I've always hated that uh, the mentality in our culture that entrepreneurs are the villains um, that you sort of are grown up with. So we our show is actually focused on showing entrepreneurs this their story in in light of them being like an actual superhero. And so myself, I actually have my superhero moncure moncure that I use on the show. I call myself the Alchemist. Um, and because we do marketing, right. And I say that uh, modern day marketing is like alchemy of old. If you learn to master it, you can turn your words into gold. Um, so that's sort of my own superpower stuff. I've always loved copywriting and marketing, um, and the stuff that goes along with that, because if you learn to string your words together properly and put your content together in the right way and put your sales funnels together in the right way on, you know, especially online today, you can actually take your expertise, take your words, take the things that you do and turn that into uh, lifestyle income, which um, is fascinating to me on multiple levels. Well, you know, one that you can actually create an income, but on the other side, the pre people that buy from you, you can actually improve their lives, right? You can change the outcomes that they're having, mm -hmm. um, have massive ripple effects. So anyways, that's uh, sort of where I see my superpower is helping people um, achieve better results in their lives because of what they're teaching. And then, you know, their clients are getting better results because of what they're teaching as well. 
So talk a little bit more about that, Richard, and how you're using your own personal superpowers and helping level up another business professional and help them claim their own superpower. Yeah. So um, for the last uh, seven, eight years or so, I have been working with, uh, I call them expert brand businesses. So people who have um, an expertise in an area, like you, Tina, you mentioned that you had a course in, uh, in mortgage finance and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, so we take someone who has an expertise in something um, and then we teach them how to build training courses um, and to do it uh, in a specific way. We call it a, a persuasive um, teaching. So teaching that doesn't just, you know, it's not just like how to, like how to do something. It's actually like how to do something tied with actually doing something with that knowledge and changing your life because of it. Um, so I call that persuasive teaching. So we teach, we teach experts how to teach in that way. Um, and so then they build their courses and then we do all of the backend stuff that goes along with like actually delivering those courses. So that involves like building your audiences and getting your sales pages up and getting all the technology to work together and do all the things. So there's all sorts of little bits and bobs that go into making an online course and the sales processes work. Um, and then we get into the actual promotion, which is like doing the ads and getting someone to show up and actually uh, consume your sales message and get into your courses. Um, and more than that, actually building your audience. We actually, that's where the push button podcast service comes in um, that we just launched this year, which is um, helping our, our expert brands um, build their podcasts, right? We do help them build a weekly show like this kind of show, um, doing them all virtually where they would show up um, and do, um, do their weekly show. And we get it out to YouTube and podcasts and um, uh, all the iTunes distribution channels and all the different social media um, and we set that up, the push button podcasts are uh, expert brands when they're actually done. All they do is they record and we do everything else for them. We handle the whole whole back end process of getting their show created, edited, distributed and promoted. Um, so that's sort of like a, a very quick version of like what we do, but we actually take the, the whole kit and caboodle, right? We take someone who has the expertise and we help them build everything all the way up to the audience that they need to actually grow and create an income um, and hopefully create an impact for their, uh, their audience. Wow, Richard, that sounds really cool. Really turnkey, it sounds like, from start to finish with all the details. So that's fantastic. And how powerful that can be and bring people's business to the next level when you're embracing the internet. And, um, you know, we talked about scale and what that could mean for people's businesses. That's a wonderful thing you're doing. But my question is, how do you manage all that while driving an RV around the country? <laughs> I don't, I don't do it by myself. I, um, I did for a long time. Um, but my biggest change this last year was I started bringing on staff members. Um, and so I have, uh, um, and you guys probably interacted with, uh, with Mark to get me on the, to, you know, for on the show, but it was my first, uh, um, full-time hire, but I have three staff he would, members He would have entered, he would have been engaged with our person, Victoria. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah. so I have, uh, I have staff now. We have, uh, we have three people. Um, that work with me full time. Um, and, um, and we're working on scaling that as we go. But I have, uh, we have a full team of people that actually focus on, um, on getting the work done. Um, and then myself as well. But uh, a lot of it um, is, uh, you know, to the point of our whole conversation here with the uh, crisis, everything is virtual, right? Um, and I discovered this uh, about four years ago, before we went on the road, that I was like, hey, a lot of like a lot of the work that I'm doing, I don't need to like, meet people in the office, and my clients are all over the country. And I was like, I don't, I'm not tied to this location. So why be in a single location? Um, so when opportunity sort of struck, we actually had, we were renting a house at the time, right before our third baby was born. Um, and uh, our landlord uh, called us and told us that, hey, the owner of the property is selling it and you can't renew your lease. And they gave us about 28 days to move out of the property. 
Um, and we, uh, we, we were like, hey, we could just go get a bigger house because we we're having a new baby or we could take that RV trip we've been talking about forever. And that was three years ago now. So we hopped on, a, we bought an mm -hmm. RV and we've been traveling, traveling the country. We've got like 27 or 28 states down and a little over 30,000 miles. And I have learned a whole bunch about running and operating a virtual team um, and learning that uh, you can get a lot done in four hours if you're sitting outside of Yosemite Valley and you can go jump off of waterfalls that afternoon, then, you know, when you're at home <laughs> and you're like, I've got all day to get this work done. Um, so when you're motivated because you're in cool places, you've got cool restaurants, cool people to meet, um, it helps you grow your business really quick because you're, uh, you're, you're dedicated to getting things done. That is, that is so awesome, Richard. So uh, Richard, share a little bit more about Push Button Podcast and how it works and how it's helping your clients. Yeah. So Push Button Podcasts actually grow out of my own show. I started the uh, Hero Show about three years ago um, and I got my first eight episodes recorded for that. And it's an hour long show. And as your studio staff probably knows, for every hour of content that we produce um, for that show, it's about eight hours of work to get it edited, to get it transcribed, to get our written assets done, to get all the social media stuff done, get the graphics done, to get all the stuff out. So I got about eight episodes into that show before I was like, I, I can't do this. I'm going to starve because I'm not getting into my regular work done to grow my audience and grow my podcast. Um, and it wasn't until I started building all of the systems and processes and bringing on staff members and actually creating all of that for myself. This last year, we went from eight episodes that uh, sat there for a year and a half and didn't do anything to we recorded 90 episodes this last year on that show um, and have grown our audience significantly. Um, and I haven't touched a single thing other than actually recording the content. Um, for that show and my, my staff handles everything else. Um, and when I uh, started talking to that in my own mastermind groups and other members I was working with, they were like, they, I started getting asked like, how can we have that? Because we have our shows and our staff is, is bogged down by getting their shows done and getting all this stuff done. And they're like, I would love to have a turnkey way to have this done. Um, and so you have, you have certain businesses that are trying to build virtual shows, build their YouTube shows or their podcast shows, but that's not their business. They don't want to get in the business of podcasting. They want to do what they do best, which is, you know, we got chiropractors and lawyers and digital creators and things like that. They want to do their business um, and they want to use podcasting as a way to drive business, right? A way to build an audience. So what we've done is we're, we've just taken it and made it turnkey where you can show up um, and we tell people to tell our clients, you batch record, do four episodes at the beginning of the month, takes you four hours, you get it all done. Um, and then we handle everything else for you and you can just not think about it. Right. So we do everything. We do the writing, we do the, uh, the video editing, we do the transcriptions, we do the social media posting and we do all of that for our clients. Um, so they can start growing their audience and grow their shows and grow their, uh, their expert, you know, sort of their, uh, their brand presence online which leads to additional sales, leads to inquiries in their business. I mean, it's something they don't have to think about anymore. So that's really what Push Button Podcast is all about. Yeah, Richard, one of my professional your... core practices is um, embrace oh, yeah. your strengths, hire out your weaknesses. <laughs> no, I know that's a different with the Zoom because normally in studio, we'll kind of like nudge like, hey, Keelan, I'm jumping in for yeah. a second, but yeah. I can't like nudge you over here. Yeah, go ahead, Keelan. But I just yeah. wanted to say, I'm mean, the... all about embracing <laughs> strengths and hiring out your weaknesses. I could use the chat bar. Go ahead, Keelan. <laughs> yeah, we have a little <laughs> delay too. So it's like... Tina's on mute. <laughs> I love that, how I'm on mute. I'm the host and I put myself on mute. Terrible. Well, thank you, Richard. I want to say thanks for coming in. Thanks again, uh, Sam, for being here. Really appreciate both of you. And uh, again, this is, I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And yeah. you've been listening to the Money Art 1150 AM KKNW. Oh, yeah.
And Keelan? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm your co-host. Just going to throw that in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, my God. That's all right. Great way to wrap up our show today. We are your local mortgage experts. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday and the rest of your weekend. And we will be here same time, same place next weekend to have a little bit more conversation around money. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.